Folks, welcome to Vintage Baseball Reflections. I am Tom, the baseball nostalgia guy, bringing you these treasured pieces. Do you miss the good old days of listening to baseball through radios? It was a classic pastime that stood for decades and shaped how we cherish baseball in our heroes. These stories are from a moment in time that were heard by fans just like you. They are uncut, unfiltered, simply here for you to enjoy. So I just want you to enjoy this reflection on baseball history. From Day to DeRocher to Jensen, it's Double Play with DeRocher and Day. With our guest, Jackie Jensen, here's another chapter of Double Play with DeRocher and Day. Welcome to another visit with baseball's most exciting and controversial couple, Lorraine Day and Leo DeRocher, with their guest for today, Jackie Jensen, famous American League outfielder and college football star. And now, Leo DeRocher, can you add anything to that? Jackie Jensen was the All-America football player with Southern California, too. Southern Cal? I'll punch you in the nose. Wait a minute. That's no way to start the show. You two should have a lot in common. You both have been traded from the Yankees, and you both are married to famous women. Well, while they're straightening it out, we'd like to bring you this message. And now back to Double Play with Leo DeRocher and Lorraine Day and their guest for today, Jackie Jensen. It's a little different than that baseball, isn't it, Jackie? Well, I wish it looked this, uh, about this size when it came in. Every ah, time you do throw. pretty good with it, though. Hey, you two, what's with the football? Don't you know the double play is supposed to be a baseball program? Friends, this is Jackie Jensen, the star outfielder of the Washington Senators. Yes, and don't forget, he also played the Rose Bowl, and he was a great player. Well, this is a baseball program, and I'm here to see that we talk about baseball, so let's get to it. Jackie, why didn't you try pitching when Casey Stengel asked you to in 1951? Well, I'd like to have uh, made a picture with the Yankees, but at the time that he asked me to try pitching, he thought, or was under the impression that I'd been playing ball all winter at home, and we had sort of a miserable winter up in Northern California, and uh, we had a lot of games rained out, and consequently we only played about four during the whole fall. When I came down to uh, pre-spring training, he thought my arm was in good shape and uh, good enough to throw the ball, and I was alternating in the outfield and then pitching, and Leo knows it's a little tough on a pitcher to be able to throw that long throw and then the three, the short throw, the 90 feet. I just found I didn't have anything, and so when I played in the inner squad games, I got my head belted off, and that was the end of my pitching career. It takes pitchers, I mean, the ones that we have on the Giants and most every club. You go to spring training, it takes at least uh, two weeks before they can start to throw the ball for an inning or two innings in inner squad games. And to take a fellow and play him in the outfield and have him pitch also, I mean, that's a thing that I think requires maybe four or five weeks to get him in real good condition. It seems to me that Stan Musial told me he pitched and then he'd play the outfield that for three right. days and then come in and pitch on the fourth Well, that's day. how he hurt his arm. Now, at Daytona Beach, Florida. And he was quite a left-handed pitcher and he hurt his arm. It was damp and cold down there. And he went out the next day and played the outfield and made a throw and something snapped in his arm, and he never was able to throw after that. And that's his reason for going into the outfield altogether. Well, here's a letter. Here's a letter from your part of the country, Berkeley, California. It says, uh, the question in it, ah, oh, must be a fan of yours. He says, if you ever have Jackie Jensen on your show, I would like to have you ask him how he felt when the Yankees traded him. Well, I don't think any ball player that uh, <clears throat> has spent any time with the New York Yankees would enjoy the feeling that he's been traded out of the organization, I found that it's 
fine organization, great men, swell bunch of players. And of course, I was sorry to leave it, but uh, as things have turned out, I knew I'd get a chance to uh, make the regular ball club a little easier than, than the New York Yankees. I've been playing regularly now, and I think that's a, one of the biggest breaks possibly in my baseball career. Maybe I could give Casey a hug for it, in fact. Perhaps he uh, has given me the chance to make some money in baseball and make a livelihood out of it where I was more or less floundering with the Yankees and they were undecided. And it, uh, it, it shows on a ball player's presence on the ball club when he isn't uh, set and he's worrying about something. And I know darn well I was having many sleepless nights. Well, I, I agree with you there, Jackie, because I have players on the on my ball club that, and since I've been a manager, that I've traded, and they always hate to leave. But uh, the way I point things out to them, that it may be all for the better that they go to another club, put on a new uniform, a uh, different group of boys, and they start fresh, a chance to play regular, a chance to make more money, and uh, I think all trades like that uh, always turn out for the best for the player. Well, you were both traded from the Yankees. Well, How just, did you feel when well, you were traded from the Well, I was just going to bring that up. You always, hate to, you always hate to leave the club that you're with, naturally. And I know when I was traded from the Yankees, I was traded real quick. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I can't tell, uh, I can't tell uh, the good folks here on, uh, on this program what uh, transpired in the conversation between Mr. Ed Barrow, the Yankees, and myself. But I was holding out for a little more money. thousand dollars. Uh, $1,000 was the difference. And... Mr. Barrow, I never will forget it. He's a wonderful man and a great baseball man. I was just a kid at that time, and $1,000 is all the money in the world to me, and I wanted to get it. And I made a remark. I just can't repeat the word. But as I got to the door, Mr. Barrow wheeled around in the swivel chair from the desk, and he said, uh, what did you say? And I said, did you hear me? And he says, I think I did. Well, I said, it still goes. And he said, and so do you. <laughs> and I closed the door, and the next morning at 9 o'clock, I was the property of the Cincinnati Ball Club in the National League. So that's how I was traded from the Yankees, Jackie, real quick. Mine wasn't quite that fast. Oh, you know? I, I, was, I was gone. I never got a chance to argue anymore about a thousand dollars. Well, did you know you were going to be traded? Had you received any warning whatsoever? Well, the only warning I had was uh, on the way down to uh, spring training, I stopped off in Reno with my wife and... Uh, I got a phone call from San Francisco, long distance, and they said, hey, do you know that you and Billy Martin have been traded to the Washington Senators? And I said, is that right? I said, I'm glad they told me uh, which camp to report to. And he said, well, it isn't official, but uh, it looks like it's going through. And so I proceeded on my journey down to Florida, but they hadn't made the trade because uh, I guess they didn't like the publicity they had set up, so they put it off a little longer and a little longer. My name had been mentioned so many times that I guess it uh, made me a little calloused. And by the time I did find out that uh, I was traded, it didn't you know, give me the shock that perhaps that first. There was an awful lot of publicity about it, Jackie. I remember reading in the papers that that there was a question of whether you would go and Martin would go or who would go, and uh, you just couldn't get enough players in the deal or something. I don't know what it was about, but I know that uh, there was an awful lot of controversy about it. Well, uh, I hope that answers George Stacy's question. Let's go on to our next one. It says. Uh, I follow baseball and also football very closely. It has been my observation that football usually hampers a baseball career. Do you agree? And it's signed Jesse T. Rogers, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, Jesse, let's ask the football player. Do you think that football hampers a baseball career? No, I, I really don't. Um, I think I picked up a few things from football that I wouldn't have, uh, have uh, benefited from. I think uh, one thing was possibly uh, a tip-off on how to steal a base, 
which is a big thing. And of course, uh, my present coach, uh, Clyde Milan, he called Deerfoot and oh, stole 86 bases. Made Ty Cobb mad, so he stole 96 the next year. <laughs> but, uh, he, he's been telling me a lot of fine things also. But uh, one thing I learned in football was one way of getting the jump on a on a pitcher by just using the feet in the, so that you're in full stride by the time you've taken your first or second step. Whereas a lot of your base runners now, make they aren't in full stride until their fourth or fifth step, and that extra little yardage is just enough for the, pit, the catcher can get the ball and get you out at second base. I think the only thing that possibly football would hamper your ability in baseball is that it might tighten up your shoulders. And uh, I think a lot of the young ball players and myself even, as shown on the first uh, first year or so in baseball before you stay away from the football pads and the bangs with the shoulder, the high fastball, you can't quite get up to it. When you're young, if you come right out of school and you go right into baseball, I don't think it's going to affect you too much unless you've taken a terrific pounding uh, as a college player. What do you mean it makes it something about your shoulders? You said it makes your shoulders. Well, so. everything in football is body contact, of course, something which we try to stay away from in baseball, but once in a while, uh, <laughs> run into <laughs> it. <laughs> but everything's done with the shoulders, and naturally you're going to build up those, those big shoulder muscles and the neck muscles. And uh, with a bat, those shoulder muscles sort of prohibit you getting up and hitting that high fast. You make fast. it muscle bound and can't hit the high fast one. That's it's what he means if you stay there too long. Klazuski. Well, uh, it bothers <laughs> sometimes. Okay. Jackie Robinson. Well, no, I don't mind uh, saying right now that if you throw Ted Klazuski a low fast one, and I mean one about six, eight inches off the ground, he'll really hit it like a golf ball. But if you can get the ball up and in, like Jackie's just telling you, he can't get the bat on it. The same with Robinson. Well, I don't know whether it's the shoulders or what it is, but uh, now let's not talk about Robinson. He is, uh, he's a pretty good hitter. Well, excuse me, before we go into this anymore, I think it's just about time that we let our sponsor get in a few words. And now back to double play with DeRocher and Day. They always ask about football players coming into baseball. Don't we have any great basketball players that have ever come into baseball? Oh, I had one at, uh, at Brooklyn, Howie Schultz. You remember him? He played with uh, uh, Hamlin, I believe, out of uh, Minnesota. And he was uh, an All-American basketball player, but uh, he, just couldn't, uh, he just couldn't play baseball well enough to stay in the major leagues. But is he the only one? I mean, we don't no. have any outstanding no, there are. players all, uh, that play baseball. With the Yankees right now, Press who playing with them that have made their all-conference uh, ball clubs in Bob Serve, a rookie up, and uh, from Nebraska, University of Nebraska, and Herb Norn. They're both very fine basketball players. Well, I, I guess that just about finishes all our, uh, all our questions for today from our fans that we can ask Jackie. Well, I want to ask Jackie a few questions. You know, I've been needled quite a bit around here about being married to you, that uh, the motion picture actress, and uh, and oh, how is it you, like, very, and uh, nice. I should say ex-motion picture actress. <laughs> Your wife is just one of the outstanding divers and swimmers in the country. Uh, now, is there any trouble, Jackie, in your family in relationship to her sport and your sport? Only that we don't get to see each other very often. Her trips seem to go right on the same time that I'm just getting off of a road trip. And she's and leaving to go somewhere for on a tour. I think we figured it out that we'll see each other in three months this year. And that oh, perhaps very this much. is terrible. We've only been married nearly three years now, and I can't say uh, that we've been together more than a year and a half, I guess, in all that time. It's tough, but 
I think uh, the fans get on me a little bit about that, too. I don't know they get on you. Oh, Mr. Olson, how's your train seal? And oh. Oh, well, you see, now you get the... I'm glad That's I see I'm ready to go, boy. I'm glad I brought that up. Well, they've been giving it to me for the last few years around here, Jackie, about about uh, being married to Lorraine and everything. And, and they always call me. I get on the coaching lines in, in the western cities especially. And they all holler, Mr. Day, oh, Mr. Day. Well, I'm like you are. I get burned up, but of course you just got to go along and take it. Right. Well, I tell you, maybe your wife can arrange a trip for you later on, where uh, in the winter time when she'll go to Europe and you'll be able to take a trip with her. Yes. Well, we could go on forever talking about this <laughs> being married to uh, women who have names of their own or have professions, but we just haven't got the time. We're going to have to sign off and and thank you for being with us and thank Jackie Jensen for coming over, and we'll see you same time, same station. Okay. So You've been listening to another chapter of Double Play with baseball's most exciting couple, Lorraine Day and Leo DeRocher. Today, Lorraine and Leo had as their guest Jackie Jensen. Join us when again it's time for Double Play with Leo DeRocher and Lorraine Day, plus another big-time guest star. Double Play is produced and directed by Ted Neeland and is a Martet production. VintageBaseballReflections.com features a treasure chest of baseball audio. The wonderful thing is the audio isn't a guy like me or a few talking heads reflecting on players, seasons, or teams. It is the actual players from that era, announcers from that era, giving you an uncut, unfiltered, unrecent day stance on what it was like then. These are real-time clips from that era. Now, we encourage you to check out our entire back catalog of baseball audio. And if you like old-time games and folks and folks, you are not alone. Join the membership section to enjoy interacting with fans, scoring games with folks just like you, and listening to hundreds of radio broadcasts that were baseball classics. As a special offer to you, type in This Day in Baseball for a discount just for you. And if you enjoyed the show, hit the plus sign to subscribe. Follow us on the socials, and above all, share us with your friends who love baseball history just like 